1: Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster show. He's Ramon in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacic of DK Pittsburgh Sports in Philadelphia, covering Penguins versus Flyers tonight. And maybe this game will be more rewarding, satisfying than the one that was played back in Pittsburgh yesterday.
0: Either way, you look at it, heck, uh all Pennsylvania teams took bad L's yesterday, DK. <laughs> at least at least you could justify one. I don't know if we can justify this one.
1: No, this one's tough to justify, but we're going to address, uh, well, Brian Jonker is going to get into something that you guys are going to get tired of hearing me say by the end of the show, but these trap games, this stuff doesn't exist statistically. It just doesn't. It's a perception thing. Mike Tomlin has one of the best winning percentages against losing teams uh, in NFL history, and it's within one one-hundredth of a percentage point of Chuck Knoll right above him. Wow, Bill right below him. Didn't I'm not kidding. That. Yeah,
0: let me let me say this. This so,
1: doesn't exist.
0: No, nah, it doesn't. It's good to bring up whenever you lose against bad teams because here's the thing about it they got professionals on the other side of this thing, too. DK, right? Uh, let me say this before we ring the bell. My mindset on watching the game, I had to re watch the game because in live action, I was working. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. was a,
1: that
0: was a bad day at the office, too. DK, we needed to. <laughs> We needed some other stuff to happen. But let me say this. In watching the game by myself, um, with no fans, no crowd, I went into the third quarter thinking, oh, we're going to win this game. I knew the outcome. But up until going into halftime, DK, I was like, we're going to win this. And coming out of halftime, DK, I was like, how the hell did they lose this game? I I, I kept asking that. Like, I'm sitting around with my wife watching the game. I was like, How? How did they lose this game by double-digit points? It was all good, and then it got bad, DK. I'm going to ask you, of course. David Ham brings that up right there. When it rains, it pours. What, what was that like? Why? What was it like in, in, in inside the stadium, DK? Did the weather affect much? Do we need to ring the bell before we go and digest all this?
1: All I right, believe okay. that we do. A, I really I'm a, do. I'm going
0: to ring. This is going to be a good one, too.
1: Okay. Yeah, we all needed that bell today. We did. We William did. left work early for this show. <laughs> I love the LOL attached to it because he just left work early is what happened. <laughs> so he did leave work early. I
0: appreciate you telling us that, though. <laughs>
1: That's, that, that is all that is. Uh, Jay Freeman comes in somehow on this miserable Monday with a $20 contribution. We appreciate that as well as all contributions. We also appreciate this sentiment here from Jaybo. The sky is falling. I I can tell you I'm on the wrong end of the Commonwealth, but I'm looking behind me, and it appears that the sky over Philadelphia is intact. How about you over there, Moan?
0: It's, it's dark here, DK, with a little overcast, but it's not falling in. That's for sure, no, DK.
1: No, and the funny thing is, no matter what this team does that disappoints you, infuriates you, enrages you, they're still seven and five, and they're still sitting in a playoff spot. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's crazy. It
0: was a terrible loss. I don't even want to say terrible. Loss. I think you just had a, a grips of the rope, and it just slipped out of your frigging hands. The offense moved. You got over three hundred plus yards of offense moving. You mentioned 100. this last week, though. You said, miss me with the with the yards. Give me points." And that was the story of this weekend. Also, I, I don't want to care, you know, hear about you moving up and down the field all day long. If we can't get points, that's what matters the most to I think everybody involved in this. DK, some good stuff again. Watching the flow of the offense, I couldn't understand how they lost. And then I saw some of the things that happened, the injuries that went on. Uh, uh, Kenny Pickett being out, what Mitch Trubisky is as a backup um, defensively. No, the fourth down play and not get the push inside of for the touchdown, that's bad. What's even worse is DK knowing that you got a defense that can hold up and they allow the team to march 99 yards for a touchdown. DK say what you want to about the offense. Yes, they should have scored, they needed to score. Good on the coaches for saying. Punch it in, big boys. Y'all say we're getting 250 yards a game. All right, let's do it, okay? They didn't. And on on the back end of that, DK, was the defense receiving them getting seven points right before the halftime. Still wasn't out of it, but just a bad succession of plays.
1: Ray points out that according to DK's site, uh, it's in my column, Tomlin actually has one of the best winning percentages against sub-500 teams of any NFL head coach this century he's top three in that regard and again we're not talking about volume here we're talking about winning percentage so that it's fair across the board no matter what you say though (laughs) the narrative lives on fishing for trout says tomlin continues his losing record against teams with losing records how do they tolerate this I'm going to actually read you the numbers this time. Ready? This is Tomlin's losing record against teams with losing records. Tomlin is 104, 39, and 2. 104, 39, and 2. That is a 724 winning percentage. The two ties,
0: Browns and Minnesota? Browns and never mind.
1: We'll we'll figure that out at a later date. Uh, wow, I, ain't I mean, know it's two over two his eyes. whole tenure. So yeah, it, it's it, it, it's 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 been a long time. But let's at least get past that part of it. That doesn't exist. Yesterday existed. Okay, Oakland yeah. existed. But what happens is these games are so excruciatingly painful that you inflate them in your mind that you think this happens all the time. Mo, we, me and you are guilty. We talk about Oakland how often on this show.
0: Man, very often, TK. So much yeah. so that that's the one that sticks out the most. And that mm-hmm. ain't even one
1: of the worst losses. It just
0: is what it is. Hey, if we're being honest, one of the worst franchise losses to me was the AFC Championship game in New England. And my tenure, or let's talk about the Jacksonville game at home. Those are top two. We're talking about bad loss. I know they were to better teams, but losing to a bad team don't make that the worst loss in history, man. Um, real quick, let's 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 go ahead and get into it. You got it already, DK. Uh, Steelers and salsa
1: says. Yeah, he says what happened to our dang run game. Uh, I don't know that anything went wrong with the running game. They just stopped using it. Well, you know why? You when you're down no, by double-digit points, I don't. when you're no, down I'm talking, by du- no, I'm talking about in the
0: first quarter. You're talking about in the first quarter. They barely, first drive. They barely had the ball. I feel like they was getting chunk plays down the field. I thought it worked well with what the game plan was. I thought what they did offensively was the actual good flow of the game when they were actually moving the ball through the air. I ain't mad at the fact that they didn't go back to it. Okay, uh-huh.
1: I, I I I thought <laughs> What's that? How did you feel about it? Well, I thought the first drive... Now, this is classic hindsight, uh, which I'll admit, okay? Mm-hmm. But I thought that once they got down inside the Arizona 20, you're talking about the 30th-ranked rush yeah. defense yeah. in the NFL, and they also looked like the Cardinals did. Like, they were in no mood to change that trend early on. The way Najee was running at them, and then eventually they got Jalen Warren in, in the third series. Did. but. Go ahead and run. Just punch it in. So them, the, listen, this is gonna be a long day for you guys.
0: That's, that's what you're telling real, them, right? Okay, so here we go. Right here, too. DK, is this the residual of having a new play caller trying to prove a point? Though, too, like there is some good and bad to every decision that everybody makes. Team wise, personally, whatever you may think it. Right? What has this offense been? Bad at moving the ball down the field through the air. We saw Coach Sullivan and Coach Faulkner open up the playbook, I feel like, to say we can drive the ball down, uh, down the field. They did do that, when in reality, if we're thinking about how to do this job, what does what, what Arizona presented you with? A bad run defense. So what is the smart thing to do in those moments? Run the ball. But here's also where we get You hit a big chunk play to George. You hit some plays to Deontay. You hit uh, Pat Frymuth down the middle. You're doing those things that everybody outside of the building wanted you to do is throw the ball down the field. That is one of those you're too smart for your own good moments where you just do the dumb thing. The dumb thing tells you is they're bad at run block. I mean, they're bad at, at run stopping. Do it. I ain't going to say they got cute, but this is the ebb and flow of having somebody else be the new play caller to me.
1: Yeah, I, I just – the the less inventive you're going to be in this situation, the better, I think, meaning yeah. the transition from one coordinator to the next. And to their credit, they haven't had any of these gadgets and jet sweeps and everything like that. And then they come out, like you said, you know, if he Kenny finds George Pickett. Down the down the left side, it's deep, and it looks like oh man, this is just like Cincinnati. This is great, yeah. And you can't stop there, man. Go at the other team's weakness. You know what? What have you always said, Moan, about that that sequence in Cincinnati? Do it until they stop it. Do it until they stop it. And
0: and P. Uh, Woods two three two three put up defense. Got whipped situationally. They did the ninety nine yards is probably one of the best the one of the worst series they've ever had. Um, but on that journey, too, you had guys making acrobatic catches in the second half. Their tight end had a friggin' day, okay? I'm talking good about player. a real good player. Yeah, McBride. Um, mm-hmm. The penalties caught up. Joey Porter Jr. ended up getting one. Casey, I mean, think about the stuff that happened. So, yes, it was bad. Yes, it was terrible. But it was caused to their own undoing, too. Offense scores, defense never put in that situation. And of course, as cheap as it got, you had TJ get hurt, Minka get hurt. Um, a lot of bad happened for sure, DK.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot that uh there's a lot that we can jump into, but since we have an 11 year NFL offensive lineman on the show, <laughs> there's no way we're gonna avoid the elephant in the room here. Mason Cole had a nightmarish day at he center. Did. Uh, anytime that you're talking about a center after the game, you're probably not talking about a strong performance and it, what it—it it was his low snaps and also he just wasn't picking stuff up. He—he's—he's he's in a—he's in a rut.
0: He's in a funk for sure. Uh, the low snaps, I think, is the most is the one thing he could have controlled the most. Too many of those, even with Kenny in, it was bad, and then it got worse throughout the course of the game. Uh, looking back at his hands, I'm pretty sure he did not have a glove on, so it's not like he slipped out. He was just antsy and could not afford to have those type of days, and it wasn't just that the blocking. The pickups of the blitzes between him and James Daniel was not good all day. Um, his level of pushing the line of scrimmage is very questionable, DK. He had probably the worst game that he's had and at the worst possible time. You needed this win yesterday.
1: A lot of people pointing out that the other tie was with the Lions. And I remember that. It was the Mason Rudolph game. Remember? Oh yeah. where he was, he was he was moving the ball up the field, looked like it was gonna be W, and then uh Yep. It, 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 I think it caromed off somebody and ended up being a pick or something to that effect. It was going to be an easy W, actually, in overtime.
0: Uh, let's go right here. You ready for one, man? Mm-hmm. Yep. Matt Hyde goes, hey, Ramon, uh, is it fair to say that Tomlin doesn't know how to develop a quarterback? Ben was developed under Cower. That's, that's moving the goalposts. Who was Ben with longer? Ben continued to develop. This ain't a coward versus Tomlin conversation today, I don't feel like. It's just simply this. This team isn't that good. And when we're talking about Kenny being developed, Ben also had to be – he was supported by a lot of really good players around him. Like, we can't understate that enough, man, when it comes down to the differences in what the style of NFL was at the time, um, what was required of Ben at the time, and just simply put, Kenny ain't seven. So to say one is the other, you know what a special quarterbacks look like. And that's honestly where I was going a little bit today, DK. I'm a temper because we got a long week. Mm -hmm. But Kenny is not Ben. The era in which Ben played football to start start off his career is not the same NFL. It's different. Kenny's asked to do some things he's not necessarily ready for, in my opinion. That's just me. And the fact that he continuously is in and out of the lineup, does not help his development whatsoever either. Like, we got to start side-eyeing that, man, and looking at that option that comes up in a year or two and just say, I don't know if this is going to be our answer to a franchise quarterback. That's just me. But don't compare one to the other and say, the team can't develop. What what do you trust about the development when it's super young? Ben was supported, And I feel like he will tell you that too. He had a very veteran team supporting his young tenure in Pittsburgh. And you benefited from that in year two, and they went and won the freaking Super Bowl. So, this ain't a coward can't develop or Tomlin can't develop. He doesn't even coach the quarterbacks. It's he employs his coaches to help develop them. But how can you develop Kenny when Kenny can't even stay in the lineup?
1: Francesco brings up Deontay Johnson. We're not avoiding Deontay. It's just, there's just, this team's, you know, where he ranks on the on this team's list of problems and then his behavior and the fact that he celebrated his touchdown late in the game and whatever else here. This team has very, very real, substantive problems right now. And the fact that Deontay will make you mad, the, the number of people in that locker room, the number of people on that coaching staff who are mad about Deontay flipping the ball up in the air after he got a touchdown is zero. Okay, it's it's <sighs> It's absolute zero. It's just not a big thing. Now, you want to know what is a big thing and has What's everybody that? really rattled? That. But Jen yeah, says the penalties were crazy. Miles Killebrew a special teams captain with three penalties. How about 12 men on the field after a timeout? Come on, DK. Okay. How about, you know, I, they had the the, the the tackles being called. Yeah, Left tackle and right tackle for not being at the line of scrimmage and not having – that's actually not a penalty on the offensive line. Tell them, that's, that's actually on the, on the a wide receiver. Go ahead.
0: They either got to let them know thumbs up I'm on the line of scrimmage or they hold their hand back to let them know I'm back.
1: That, that's that, on them. That's why I brought that up with Tomlin afterward, among other things that I brought up with him after the game. And it was like – how does that happen? Because sometimes he has a communication issue with the referees, and he'll say it like we didn't know exactly what they expected. And he went when I when I brought this up with him, he said, "No, that was on us. That was one hundred percent on us.
0: Ownership of it, man." Well, and he this- had
1: he had it yesterday. That's for sure.
0: And there's so many popcorn moments like that, DK, to where it's good and then it's not like, and and everybody goes backwards at the same time. Like, as much as we praise Broderick, Broderick's had his moments too in the last couple of games. Like, there is, there seems to be a chronological succession of guys just choosing to be bad at the worst possible times.
1: Bark Z wants to know why Najee's running from the shotgun at the one yard line. Give the big fella a running start. What's your thoughts on that, man?
0: Uh, what is why is Najee from the shotgun? It's today's world in football. Again, I tell you guys this, Bark. Pittsburgh is the one that really took this to the forefront with seven shots. National media covered this in the red zone. Why? You put more guys at the I mean, you put more athletes. The, on the line of scrimmage when you spread them out a little bit more. Maybe if you put Najee in the, in the gun, it might be an RPO. We don't know if it's an RPO or not, or if he's just straight handing it off, depending on the looks. And here's the, the, the big answer. Require your big boys up front to just simply win. Shotgun or not, I think it's simply the same distance anyway. Like, he can t- get the ball running, whether he's in the gun or whether he's under center. The big boys up front lost. They got their you-know-what kicked on that play. So whether you want to say is, hey, we were in a shotgun, that play is null and void if he scores. You know why I know that? Because we went to the shotgun a lot of the times in the tight red zone in Pittsburgh and scored DK. Nobody really mentioned it until you start losing those moments. Then it becomes a big deal. It's not a big deal, honestly. I get it. Oh, hey, line under center. Unless you're going like a quarterback sneak, that's where it's the most egregious to me. If we're going to quarterback sneak from the shotgun, all right, cool. But the running back's supposed to win that. And also the uh the, the offensive line. Here's another thing, too. If he have stayed left with Mason Cole, he probably would have been able to push him back because Mason was actually winning on that particular play and he dove his face to the right side of the offensive line.
1: Joe wants to know from you what's going on with Mason Cole, Moan. I, I know you've gotten to know him. I know you I, I know you respect him the way I do, you respect his effort. Yep. The way I do, you respect his personality the way that I do. But, man, it's it's some tough sledding right now. It
0: is some tough sledding. He's simply just getting whooped. And when you're getting whooped and you don't know how to fix it, guess what? You chase it. And when you start to chase it, you're cooked. Until he figure out a, a, a – a, a pathway to win blocks, whether it be snapping and hitting somebody or just in the pass pro cleaning somebody up, he ain't oh, going to be right.
1: Oh, football jargon. Slow down, <laughs> Mr. NFL Pro. Give <sighs> that to us all over again because okay. I actually want to understand this. All right. What I'm saying is What do you want this? him to do to slow down? What do you want him to do to, to, to at least get on an even keel? What's he do?
0: Take small victories. First one for him needs to be the snap. Get comfortable with doing that and going and hit the D tackle at your right or left side. That's number one. Two, be able to help clean somebody up and pass pro. There's times where I saw Jim and James Daniels both misreading stuff, hearing things, maybe trying to overcompensate for trying to win reps. If you, DK, try to force yourself a writer's block to force something out of your mind because I just need a win, you're probably going to write a terrible article, book, or whatever. There's nothing you can do about it. He's going to have to let this come to him and know this. He's probably more safe than not as far as
1: starting. Who's going to replace him? Nate? Not right now. Now the only thing would be to ask James Daniels to do something he hasn't done for years. Exactly. And I think that's kind of tough right now. You know, week 13, Thursday night, short week. Go get him, JD. It's not going to happen.
0: That ain't how we operate, DK. He's got to slow it down and find out where his dubs are. And there ain't no other way around that, DK. And you know what that means? He might have a couple more bad plays left in him. But he got to figure out how in the world to win reps because that's simply what he's not doing right now. If he's snapping the ball, DK, and he ain't ever just had this big of an issue for this long, his snaps are hitting the ground and very you know, low.
1: He's He's got a hand injury. It showed up on the report today. I oh. should have mentioned that. he and, You know, they did have a practice because of the short week, obviously, but being Monday. And, you know, he stood there in front of everybody in that locker room yesterday and said, no excuses. Are we no. No, there's nothing. There's nothing acceptable about this. Completely, un, my performance was unacceptable. Uh, you know, and, and he went. And he he gave it his best, and now he's got a short week. You know, <laughs> Jim wants everybody to just hit the damn like button.
0: Don't hit that like button, good people. Um, you're so I don't with- know
1: if many people know that because there's a lot of M- Mason Cole bashing here. I'll tell you what. I'm a wussy, man. I, I have a hard time driving my car if I have my pinky is sore, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. like there, there's there's, there's, a, there's a different level of, of pain that you have to go through here. Here's Donald coming at us with all kinds of angriness. Uh, gentlemen, why do you find it so difficult to admit this team is garbage? Donald, standings. <laughs> okay. The record tells you that. You're as good as your record tell you, right? I mean, <laughs> Donald, they have the best defensive player in the world. We could go through a long list here. They're actually very good at running the ball.
0: Top ten uh, defense.
1: So you're having a bad day. Don't don't be taking it out on D- us here. It's
0: so easy to be in this world though with Donald. And Donald, that's ain't me calling you out. It's just that man, when it's bad, it's bad. And I understand that offensively this team is 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 is, is cheeks right now. Okay. It's not good it's bad and I, it's bad in spurts and and here's the other thing too how much actual experience do you have on that side of the ball dk that can really be battle tested in these moments to know that look it's gonna be all right it ain't many like donald do, do you want us to just say fire coach time f this guy
1: f that guy f this team does, sell it actually. what yeah. is it gonna do when people get mad, they'll start losing. There, the last two, the last two entries that I've put up here say that Deontay fumbled in overtime against the Lions in that tie. Deontay fumbled, Deontay fumbled. Was it actually Deontay?
0: I ain't even sure, DK. I ain't, but I'm sure if it's a negative play, people remember that one more than anything I thought it else. was.
1: Pat Fryermuth. But we're mad at Deontay now, so it's Deontay. But here, HMJ says, "Yeah, it was Pat fumbled. He had it trying to get into field goal range." Yeah, it was Pat Friermuth. <laughs> but we're mad at Deontay. DK, I'm going You see how slow. that
0: works? F this guy and that guy too, okay? How about that? that? That that's just Let's let's actually talk about some issues here that like that are there. This this team is not there offensively. The run game was just starting to get together. You fired your offensive coordinator and collectively all of us want it done. And then you have a bad offensive showing, if we can be honest, with the lack of points in Cincinnati and this week, and you lost in the elements to a team that you shouldn't have lost to at all. And yes, they played in them also. But it's just one of those situations is, what do you expect? Pittsburgh ain't been here in 20 plus years when it comes down to what this team looks like and you're not having a guy. Your guy, Kenny Pickett, went out. That everybody, for the most part, was saying, he is our franchise moving forward. We trust Kenny. Kenny looks good. Well, guess what? He doesn't. Then his backup looks even worse. And then when you don't get a fourth and one, I think if you get that play right there, DK, the fourth so and big. one, on it changes the game. It does. But to say that you want to fire a guy over bad play when the majority of it and you have a winning record, I can't get with that. Do I want Rodney, it better? Yes. But this? Rodney just-
1: Hill says that Deontay Johnson's issues point to a bigger problem when the players aren't tuned in to the game. Taking plays off is a big deal. And we ripped Deontay something mm-hmm. fierce last week when he did that. And I'm telling you right now, by repeating this, that Deontay made a complete fool of himself with the touchdown thing. But I can say that. In the same breath that I'm saying that it doesn't crack their top 100 list of problems. It becomes a public thing because it's a fun thing to talk about. It's reality TV. It's not endemic of anything in that locker room. He's he's very much standing out in that regard. Because if I ask you to name who else is doing that sort of stuff right now, give me a name. (laughs) Come on, DK. (laughs) You know, this this isn't that hard. You know? Peter says, both of you are wrong. The coaches are a big problem here. Who's saying that they're not? I'm not saying that they aren't. What, okay. why, why is the default mode? <laughs> this is nuts. Everybody's I, really, really mad.
0: Peter, what you know, do you want? We weren't just, out there. In, no, we weren't. In the comments, let me know what you want the coaches to do. Like, we saw a Philly team last night crumble. They crumbled, okay? Okay. Um, we well, see Bill Belichick absolutely get folded in New England right now. Okay, like there's a lot of moments. Uh, a Green, I mean Kansas City to a lesser team than Green Bay. Like let's let's talk about those moments right there.
1: Yeah, one of the things about the fourth and one play is that Mitch Trubisky had literally just stepped onto the field for the fourth and one. That was his first snap of the game, and you're not going to do a sneak there. I mean, because you're not asking Mitch to do that. That's crazy. I mean, right off the bench. <laughs> but Mitch executed his part of the play, you know, and there was no push from the line. Uh, Moan, when the line – when when there's a fourth and one and your team scores, who rightly should get credit for that? The O-line. The O-line. So who should also get blame when it doesn't happen? The O-line. That's what I said. Yeah. Th- it, yeah. It, it, you know, it, it's 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 not that hard. Yeah, uh, they, they needed to get it in there. Um, here's a technical one here. Mike Hoover says, and then before after this, we're going to go to the, the full Hey, Moan here. Uh, shortened show today, by the way. Mike Hoover says, Hey, Moan, what's James Daniels doing when he's turning around pre-snap looking at Kenny? <laughs> I remember watching you when you played and you would do the same thing with Ben. What's the purpose of that?
0: Uh, in the linebackers and getting the snap count. It's just that simple. ID in the linebackers, making sure he's on the same pace with the quarterback and getting the snap count. It is that's essentially what it is. Um, that was a tough loss. You can hear it in my voice though, too, DK. I, oh, that yeah,
1: was a tough I'm loss. not, I'm not everyone should be mad. This is, you know, just don't take it out on us. Don't be weird about it.
0: Yeah. Um, you see, before we get to the hate section, session, DK, any any idea that Coach Tomlins fired after this year.
1: No, I just, I, I just need don't. to know. Yeah, just I, I really don't. Um, I think you would have to see, let me rephrase that. I think you would have to see some sort of collapse. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to see like some sort of like running the table with five straight losses or something, where you leave the ownership, uh, you leave Art Rooney specifically with just no choice. But but do you see that happening under this coach? Like ever? you know
0: why? It's a built in excuse even now. Because you've lost your franchise guy. You're working with the backup. Everything changes from here on out, though, too. Fired you fired your offensive coordinator in the middle of the season. I think all of us wished and hoped for that too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's uh let's do the uh let's do the hey, thing. <sighs> <All> Yeah, <right. laughs> I know. Well, but we knew this was coming today, right? I, uh,
0: yes, I was trying to get prepared. I'm I'm not. The only segment
1: that matters. That's Amon. Hey, When you're on the wrong side of the state you have to adjust a little bit. Oh. They have this iced tea out here called Turkey Hill in Philadelphia. Oh. I picked it up on the Turnpike last night. It's okay.
0: It's okay? Yeah. I, uh Turkey Hill's down here in Tennessee too if I'm not sure. Oh, it
1: is. Maybe it's not anything. I just we don't see it in Pittsburgh. So. I think
0: it's a national brand though. At least on the East uh, east side of the Mississippi.
1: Yeah. So let's let's go with some uh some Hey Moans here. We again we have a shorter show today. Michael Walker says, "Hey Moan, what what is it that coach T has the inside linebackers doing that they're all getting so banged up. We're blaming that on the coach, too.
0: Michael, uh, you hear us talking about training camp, how physical it is. There's Those a requirement guys. to play that position. That's why. Uh, Elandon Roberts also with the late hit that extended the drive also, DK. Again, there is a certain mindset that defenders have in Pittsburgh, and um, middle linebackers are the one that carry the bucket of water for that one.
1: Yeah, let's see. Uh, Rodney Hill says, where's the discipline, Moan? Is this not on the head coach? Man, Rodney, this is what I tell you. I discipline the heck out of my
0: kids, I'm sure you have, or nieces and nephews also. They still going to do dumb stuff. Uh, And in those moments, here's what what, what the coaches have that you don't. At some point, Coach Tomlin can fire those dudes, whether that be during the season or demote them. You can't demote your kids, and they still going to do bad stuff. So you line it up. To say that he's lost respect, I highly doubt that. Um, And I know a lot of people want that to be the case, but go talk to anybody inside that locker room, DK. Has he lost the respect of the dudes inside of that building on that field, DK? No. Yeah. Where are you at? Indifferent
1: on that one? Don't think so. He he has not. He has has not. not. No. Yeah. He absolutely has not. Nick says, Hey, Moan, is the whole playbook open for Mitch Trubisky this week? Does it change? with what he prefers over Kenny. It's a really good question.
0: Uh, I think you have to have some stuff that Mitch liked to do. Mitch seemed like he liked to throw the ball down the field.
1: He loves it.
0: He does. So I kind of expect that to be the case moving forward. Again, you're looking at a new signal caller and um, a new signal caller and coach Sullivan and coach Faulkner that have to understand what Mitch is going to do well or not. The history of Mitch is what? Mitch is good. And then Mitch does some stuff. You say, what are you thinking? So, how you taper that, not thrown into triple coverage and stuff like that, that's what we're going to need out of Mr. Biscuit. But, yes, I expect a veteran like him to have the entire playbook catered to what he likes
1: to do. If, uh, As we say hi to our friend Justin Work, who's back after a bit of an absence, uh, I'm thinking of that play that Kenny threw the ball deep early on to George Pickens. That's a very Mitch-type play. Like those are the plays. that doesn't mean he pulls them off. It doesn't mean he won't throw into triple coverage when Allen Robinson is the receiver, like he did in his last outing. But he will. He will look downfield and he will go aggressively downfield, and the coordinators won't stop him.
0: No, they will not.
1: Okay, um, you're not going to see something where they say, "Hey, Mitch, you can't throw down here." He's not Kenny. He's not you know first full season in the NFL.
0: No, he's been around. He know what he want to do. Yeah, he does.
1: You Know Ooh. and that's, I, I think, you know, it's, it's funny. Is Peter says Mitch is stealing money from the Steelers. You know, the funny thing about Mitch, what's that? He's also capable of having you think he's the greatest thing in the world for about 15 20 minutes. You know what I'm talking about? And that's why we see, isn't we that say, the truth? It's so true, <laughs> or the worst. <laughs> But never anywhere in between. Never any in
0: between. You just hope, boy, that the that the uh, sand and the hourglass don't run out to where you see the other side of him.
1: I'm just telling you, you can watch that, especially against a bad team, that Mitch could go out there. Plus, he's also faster. Yeah. Okay, Mitch is Mitch is an athlete. That, that, and oh. he breaks out there for one of those runs, you're going to go, whoa, new era of Steelers football. <laughs> you know Don't, what I mean?
0: Just temper your, your happiness is what I would tell you. <laughs> so
1: Sean says, right, exactly. Sean says, hey, Moan and DK, is it time to look at a quarterback in the draft due to Kenny not only being good enough, but also he seems injury prone. Is he injury prone, Moan, or is he putting himself in positions to get hurt?
0: Yes, that's the answer. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Uh, you're asking your first question too, Sean. How how, how how you feel today? You ask that question because you want me to say it or DK to say it. My answer is yeah. I'm I'm not opposed to saying yeah.
1: All Two I years know is that, this, this team hung a first-round grade, whether it was correct or not or whatever, on, on Mason Rudolph when Ben Roethlisberger was still going full throttle. You always have your eyes open for a quarterback unless you have yourself Ben at age 25 or Patrick Mahomes or someone like that. Always have your eyes open a quarterback. There's nothing controversial or dramatic about it. Demond says it feels like T.J. Watt's going to stay hurt along with others on defense because our offense keeps our defense on the field too long. T.J.'s fine. Uh, yeah. I, not once, but twice because sometimes I don't believe him. <laughs> And I said, I said, you all right? He goes, "One oh, am fine. And I go, you all right? He goes, fine. Yeah. Okay, he's not fine. He twisted his ankle uh, on that last play where Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, was, my God, yeah. hog tying him like crazy. <sighs> Somebody asked a question earlier, and I've lost it here, unfortunately. They wanted believe- when When I asked TJ after the game, if that was where he, I said, I forget how I put it. I said, like, is that where you allegedly got hurt? <laughs> something like that. And he goes, he said, uh, I'm not talking about the NFL. Um, <laughs> they have, they have, uh, I don't know. I don't want to put the wrong words to him, but he said something along the lines of, you know, they, they have it out for me, something to that effect. I'll find the exact words in a second. He
0: TJ gets away with some stuff and people don't think it's right. Like, they think he sells stuff here and there. Um, that little rip move can be used against him at times and whatnot uh TJ he's a little bit of a marked man too
1: TJ said this was this was to me yesterday when I brought this up he said the NFL has something against me I don't know what I did but I'll leave it at that so th- this is a this is a frustrated individual but never more so than yesterday Alex Highsmith today came to his defense saying he, he, you under you have to understand he is held on almost every single play. So if the NFL doesn't want guys getting to the quarterback, change the bleeping rules then. Just get rid of edge rushers, you know? Get rid of edge rushers. Or uh,
0: how about have a conversation with college coaches to train up offensive linemen a little bit better?
1: It's that too. Well, I mean, Paris Johnson Jr. was a pretty big deal coming into the league, right? He was. He should be able to hold his own, DK. As as opposed to holding TJ. As opposed to
0: (laughs) holding his own DN. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm.
1: Evan says, hey, Moan. Do you think Mitch will be better with commanding the line and picking up blitzes as he's more of a veteran than Kenny? I'll say this. There's something to be said for
0: that, too. And I can admit, I'm a little bit on the rage side today, TK. But I'll say this, Evan. He should be, and I expect him to. That's just like having a backup veteran offensive lineman come in. Don't miss me with, I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough experience. Mr. Trubisky has everything in front of him that he absolutely needs, DK. He should be able to pick that up. Uh, uh, so the people that think he's overpaid for stealing money as a backup, guess what? If Mitch don't, I'll be one of the first one to cr- criticize him and all things that come his way. That's just me on that one. I expect a lot out of Mitch.
1: Yeah, SCS says my f- my read is that this team feels soft compared to Steelers teams of the past. Fans aren't used to it, and doesn't feel like Steelers football. Softer, young. I mean, they've also won a bunch of games they shouldn't have, and they did it because they played hard. Let's not rewrite recent history here. We're moving to goalposts, is what you're saying, just a little bit. It's a what I'm saying is that it's a really, really difficult loss, and it's. For people like the, those who are here in our community and who follow the team as intensely as they do, there's a lot that you invest. It's not just your time. It's your emotion and your energy. And you see something like that and you feel like – and, Moan, you had to deal with this as a player. I know. People wonder if you're as into it as they are. Right here, this
0: from Andrew. Hey, Moan, why is there a constantly failure to execute with this team? Coaching complacency. Nobody's complacent inside that building. The coaches mm-hmm. want to coach. There's not enough staff to say that those coaches aren't like coaching the players up Failure to execute on any given Sunday. There was a movie made about that, that you guys enjoy. And I enjoy any given Sunday. It can happen to you is what I'm getting at. So complacency. I, I personally do not want to hear that. I personally have been in that locker room. We've had bad losses like this. And was like, what the bleep are y'all talking about? I'm out here giving my all for this. Like, we just lost. Did we get our face kicked in? Yeah. And maybe it's just that. Like, this team got their face kicked in when they couldn't get the fourth and one, and everything changed from there.
1: Uh, We, as I mentioned earlier on this program, Ramon and I both have somewhere to be here, so we're cutting today's episode short. Short her. Yeah, short her. That's not bad here. So we're going to, right after this little break here, we're going to take care of some business and close out. All right? no doubt <laughs> this one's good key assess for the for the helmets you guys need to dodge these hel these uh therapy bullets appreciated <laughs> yeah they're bullets all right but again ah. we're the ones who are here and you're mad so that's just you know that's also part of this. You should see the comments under my written columns. Oh my god! I'm
0: just as mad though. I'm gonna be real with you. I it's, am.
1: It's 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 deeply disappointing. I think, especially after Cincinnati, to follow up with that. Um, you know, I don't know how to pronounce this one here. But he says, "Hey, Moan, has I'm the kidding. no losing streak hurt us? Nobody in the building talks about it. Nobody, nobody. The no lose, no losing seasons streak." Uh, Papa Ray, really appreciate the contributions. Whoever can find the spirit to do that on a on a crappy day like this. So Papa Ray coming in, Justin Work. Uh, you know, Our friend Rochelle with this for, in terms of gifts. And C. Pittman says, this is overreaction Monday. Steelers fans are so spoiled. Happens every season a team loses to a team they shouldn't. That's true, but... Right after what you did in Cincinnati, I know, and that's an oh. NFC team. And, and
0: to get back to F- F- v Unruly, also, yeah. this uh, he and, and and uh, what's his name was saying the exact same thing to me, DK. He's right about one thing in this statement. He said, Screw the losing season, but here's the thing we're not tanking bad, we're just stuck. Uh, mediocrity, I don't know, but in order to think about this, if we're upset today on a loss to that team in Arizona. Can you imagine what being way below 500 to do? Like, we can't even handle this. So to say you want to get a top draft pick, this team don't lose like that, DK. It just doesn't.
1: Now, you know who gets the last word today? Talk to us. Rochelle. She <sighs> says, let's all take a deep breath and exhale. It's going to be okay. Maybe not anytime soon, but it will be. These least" These things in sports do tend to even out. Yeah.
0: I got more grace, too. Shout out to Barbara, too, for dropping another five right before that, too, DK.
1: Barbara came in right here at the yeah, end. Yeah, he did. Um, we appreciate everybody. Yeah. We'll have a full show tomorrow. All right? We still love you.
0: I do. It's it's hard for me on, on
1: a day like today. It is. <laughs> We still love you, though. You know, you can come here and take it out on us. I'm, I'll you take know, that. As long as it doesn't go too far. You know, we yeah. had a couple of those go too far today. That's all right.
0: Uh, and that's fair. First amendment, all right.
1: right. All right, guys. Talk to you.
0: See you. Oh, man.